Valley's stock market strategies. Today we have with us Martin Kempman, Director and CEO of Manganese X Energy Corp. How are you doing today, Martin? Thank you, Albert, to allow Manganese X Energy Corp to tell our compelling story to Between Plays. And I'm really looking forward to have some great discussions with you and explain our company and how far we've progressed down the line. Well, you know, I was uh, looking at past uh, interviews and watching some of, um, you know, the information that we can get online and on your incredible website, by the way. Thank you. It was really focused for the novice investor to really explain what our whole company is all about. Yeah, I noticed that because um, you explained like there's like little sections that explains, you know, NI43-11 uh, for compliance, uh, explains a little bit of manganese and everything like that. So that's, mm -hmm. so it's a great thing to have that on uh, your website. And you're so easy to be able to reach also on your website. This is a great thing. Let me explain something. Okay. Um, we're one of the first companies that I put up my telephone number on information uh, five and a half years ago to have any investor, big, small call me and ask any type of questions. It was really interesting because sometimes I really got some good questions and nice questions. Otherwise, other times there were a lot of investors really wanting to know when our share price was going to increase. And we take all calls and we try to keep this company as transparent as possible. And also there's blogs on there, there's news releases. There's a lot of, lot of information for anybody who really wants to get involved and in understanding manganese. Okay, that's great. So this is just like an extra added right now to be able to do the interview with you. Um, can we can you go a little bit into the background of the company, like explain why manganese? Uh, why is it so important uh, to us? Perfect. Okay, we started in 2016, five and a half years ago. Uh, we've we uh, purchased this property in Woodstock, New Brunswick. It has great location, great infrastructure. It's 12 kilometers from me, all right? And um, it, uh, it has the gateways to the Great Lakes and the St. Lawrence Seaway in Maine. The infrastructure, we're like five kilometers off the Trans-Canada. And we're really strategically located between, you know, Canada and United States. So hopefully when we're able to produce our final product, we'll be able to ship it anywhere in North America we have access to that. So it's a very strategic, strategic location. Secondly, when we took over this um, property in 2016, we had this vision about manganese because there's an abundance of manganese. However, we saw this vision happening where it would be towards the EV, ba EV uh, battery, you know, an EV vehicle, because that's what we thought was the future. And lo and behold, it has turned out to be the future and more detailed is it would be uh, it would be a high purity manganese material that is used in the cathode which is an ener energy source for the uh, EV battery so uh, we saw this coming and we wanted to take advantage of it and we have yeah I could see that that's very very good because when we uh, look at how things are going with cobalt um, it looks like the manganese is going to be taking much more importance in the future. Well, we can even say at the present and into the future that manganese is going to be playing. And why, why do you believe that they've 
switched it out um, for manganese? Great question. Well, we, we, we say they're engineering cobalt out of, it's, basically there was a nickel manganese and cobalt battery. They're definitely engineering cobalt out for many reasons. First of all, it's produced in the Congo, 60% of all, all, um, all cobalts produced in cobalt. The price between ma manganese is really, I call it a forgotten mineral, but it's very inexpensive compared to cobalt. Cobalt prices ranged 11 to 49 times difference in price over the last five years. So there's been a major uh, price swing. It's, there's political unrest. I don't have to say about the about using child labor there, et cetera, but human, you know, it's human problems there. And uh, the government isn't that stable. And besides that, cobalt is pretty toxic, much more toxic than manganese. So uh, manganese has a lot more advantages than cobalt and also and it's a lot more stable. It's a better stabilizing uh, material or mineral within the battery space, within the battery chemistries. And as you, as you recall, in September 2020 on battery day, Tesla came out with a new battery, 33% uh, uh, manganese and 66% nickel. And Volkswagen now is using, is, is, is engineering uh, one third manganese, uh, 66 uh, nickel, and they're moving more towards 50% manganese. And wow. more and more and more, it's happening is that uh, Stellantis also is doing that, and uh, even LG is even interested in, uh, from what we've read that they're using 70% manganese. So definitely, I call manganese the mineral of the of the of the 20s now. It's going to be the mineral of the 20s and um, and it's going to really, really help our production and the uh, there's going to be a bigger demand for manganese ever. Wow, that's um, that's 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 really because uh, you know I was I was looking naturally I'm doing some research and making sure that I get as much information as possible to lead up to the interview. And something that I've noticed is that manganese is on the critical mineral list that right. just came out February of 2022. Yeah. And is it because we're getting most of our manganese from overseas? What a great question. First of all, there's great question, good research. 35, 35 minerals are on the critical and mineral list from the United States. Manganese is one of them. A very good question. 90%. See, we are producing, and I don't want to get too complicated. It's called high purity manganese sulfate, high purity manganese I'll call it and um, it has to be it, it's called a precursor that's a powder that goes into the cathode it's mixed with other other materials and the purity level and is 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 has to be 99.95 percent purity and you have to get out all the contaminants because if if you leave any part contaminant in that material it's going to ruin the cathode and 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 sixty percent of the cost of a battery is a cathode. So you got to be really really particular of having less than hundred ppm's of any type of contaminal contaminated mit, minerals in that in the powder. And we were able to achieve that, which is really something 
in in our in my estimation really really something special because it's very very difficult to have an EV compliant uh, low contaminant uh, end end product of a sulfite you know which is high purity manganese so um, that's what we that's what we accomplished right now so and in addition ninety percent of all the high purity manganese sulfate is produced from China, 90%. So um, there's a definite void in being able to produce a, a product in outside of China where we could sell it to. And that gives us a major advantage for supply and also for the North American supply chain. And I have to say one more thing with a big smile on my face and I forgot to mention that to you. Okay. Our prime, our mission statement now is to become the first North American, which is Canada, United States, um, a publicly traded company to commercialize high-grade manganese materials for the EV and backup storage battery wow. industries. So that's yeah. our mission, and we're really on 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 way with that. We're really on progress with that. We're really striving forward towards that. So you would end up being uh, the first commercial manganese in like. In North in, America. In, yeah, in North America. Wow. So the importance of uh, your company just like jumped a few notches here. Well, we, <laughs> well, here's what's gone on. We've, we've had a lot of inquiries already. And uh, everybody's waiting for a PA. You know, we have a, we've got major inquiries from a lot of different companies, which we have NDAs. And uh, they're saying, okay, I'm from Missouri. Show me. Show me if you can if you can produce it commercially and economically viable. And so everybody's waiting for the PA to see how we go. And from early indications and all our news releases, we've made some really great economic strides towards the uh, towards the PA, PA and we've reduced our costs, especially in our metallurgical aspects, reducing reagents and things like that. Okay, so that we're, we're opt. We're opt. I can't say we're optimistic. Let me say we're optimistic. Optimistic, yeah, that's a great, yeah. great word actually. Because when I'm looking about what we're talking about now, leading into the PEA, um, basically, Kamiko. Uh, so Wood is the one that's doing the PEA, correct? Wood. Very, very good question. Wood. Wood is the consulting and engineering company doing the PEA. Okay. And I just want to mention what Wood. Wood is one of the foremost recognized consulting and engineering companies top ranked in the world. Yes. So when we had to decide which kind of company we uh, were going to choose, we chose the best. We took the most reputable company to validate our PA. And again, we're also working with Cometco, who, in my opinion, is one of the finest research companies in manganese in North America and the world. That's my okay. opinion. And Cometco, basically what they're doing is they're working on uh, facilitating the processes. Is that it? Like, I think we did, yes. they just finished the third. Uh, I saw your latest release on that. Yeah. It was it, the um, February 1st, uh, 2022. Mm -hmm. exactly. And uh, basically they're, what are they doing? Like eliminating the agents in between in order to your operating costs to reduce? Okay. I'm going to make it simple. Okay, perfect. There's a, there's something called a flow sheet, which are all the different yes. different stages of processes. And yes. they've eliminated some major purification steps in our flow sheet, reduced specifically agents such as sulfuric acid, which is a key component of, of our product, uh, processing it, 
So there's been some real economic savings on that. And it's, it was written all in our news releases. So, so that's making it better. And, and uh, we're doing some really interesting technologies with our product to be able to, um, to process it as and quickly and more economically contaminant free. And uh, there's um, a thing about manganese I was reading about, and I heard from uh, your previous interviews, something about the selenium factor. Yes. Okay, that's a good point. Um, we don't use uh, in our processes. Uh, we don't. There's no selenium in uh, selenium. the majority of all the high purity manganese sulfates. There is selenium, yeah. and the reason why they use selenium, I'll just make it quick, is the fact that when we we have a carbonate. And we just, you, we just, our process is taking it, utilizing sulfuric acid, breaking it down, going through all these purification and, and other steps, you know, separation and purification into the final product and go directly from our carbonate into the end product. Wow. Which is That's... powder. Yeah. The majority of manganese companies are oxide companies. And what they're doing is they go ahead and um, they have to roast the salt. They have to roast it and turn it into something called an electroplate. It's called electroplated manganese material where it becomes a metal and okay. they're using selenium to reduce the cost of electricity. Okay, and so that, and it's highly toxic, right? The selenium yes, stuff? Yes, so, so after that, after the uh, metal, then they turn it into a material compound of, uh, sulfate so, so so that's the reason why they're using acetylium okay used to cost and energies and when they're using electroplated manganese material it, it works at 60 percent but by using selenium it increases the efficiency of electricity okay so manganese x has a high purity manganese 99.95 mm -hmm. yeah ni 43-101 compliant Mm -hmm. and no selenium in order to, it, right. to, to so it's, it's so we're looking like everything is great on board here so the resource, the P, yeah okay resource estimate. resource estimate so the pa um woods are just uh woods are just completing it and verifying every little they're turning they're un unturning every stone to make sure everything is perfect you know amazing they're, they're so reputable that they want to make sure everything is perfect well that's and, and Kimiko was a part of that process we needed to have that yes, <clears throat> yes. so they had to wait the for PDA, that as well it comes it talks about all the different mining and the metallurgical and the costings and the, the machinery how much it's going to cost to produce and all it's and we're talking maybe about pilot plant possibility after PA absolutely wow and, and, and the importance of a pilot plant in all of this, just really quickly. Okay, well. Because all, there's a feasibility study, I think that's, that's going to be made after the PA, right? The final feasibility? Yeah, it's called the pre-feasibility study. Okay, yes. so we're doing the pre-feasibility. Okay. Yeah, okay. but the thing is, what we want to do is we want to accelerate the process to be able to prove that we can produce this product, the end product. Okay, amazing. And uh, because there's not that many companies in the world that can do it. So what we're going to do is we're going to enter into a pre-feasibility study. Okay. And while we're doing that, we're going to immediately go into a pilot project to, to, to prove that we can produce a certain amount of feedstock or our, our raw materials from Battery Hill, which is in Woodstock, into an end product, into an end product. And by working on a pilot project and producing quantities in a 
repeatedly. It's called mass balloting cycling. Uh, we can take that end product and then send it out as samples to major companies that are already interested in our end product to validate that it, it is validated. It is good for the uh, precursor in the cathode, EV compliant. Wow. So in a timeline, when do we believe that production would happen? In um, we're talking, there's other, there's other areas that we're working on, which we cannot disclose right now. Yes. But I, the whole mission statement is to get, be the first one on the block to produce this. Yes. So we're going to be going, um, but probably about two years because it says in our PowerPoint about two years. Okay. And your mine life? You say approximately 35 years, and that will come out in the PEA. Okay. And basically, just to end off, um, I've noticed that uh, on your website that you like to add shareholder value to your company. And you yeah. have this um, also uh, another section of your company, which is the Disruptive Battery Corp for the HVAC. I thought that was very interesting as well. And mm -hmm. I really like the fact that you're easily accessible, um, you know, throughout your website and everything you talk to your shareholders. And at the same time, you add shareholder value by going into this other section too. Well, we're trying to do the best. We're trying to enhance shareholder value. We really appreciate all our shareholders. We have a lot of European shareholders that's been holding the stock for a long time. And my mission to build this company and also enhance shareholder value because we've got a, a lot of very dedicated shareholders and I feel responsible to make them money. That's the name of the game. Of course, absolutely. You know what, Martin? I just want to thank you so much for being on Between Plays Stock Market Strategies. You've uh, for sure enlightened a lot of people that are out there about investing into your company. Is there anything that you might have wanted to add before we end the show? We've got a great technology. We've got uh, a world-class technology to be able to turn our feedstock from Battery Hill in New Brunswick, Canada into the end high purity manganese sulfate. It's taken us five years to develop it. And we're very proud of our technology and where, we, where, where we've come from from 2016. That's it. And we've got a great team. Besides yes. Yes, I've noticed some of your team members on uh, on there. It's true. Like uh, you have uh, Roger Don, director as yes. well on there. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, brother. All contributed. Yeah, I think he's brother of Dr. Jeffrey Don, who's exactly. with Tesla. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, yeah, definitely have a great team. Um, you know, once again, uh, Martin uh, Kempman, CEO, director of Manganese X Energy Corp. I'd like to thank you so much for being here today on Between Play Stock Market Strategies. It took and a Oh, sorry. It took a little bit of time, but we're here. Thank you, Albert. It, it's, it, it's okay. It's, uh, it's, it's the way it is. You're very busy. We're very busy. It's okay. That's just the way it is. I'm just very happy that you're here. And if we could do ever any follow-ups in the future um, on the progression of your company, I'd just love to have you here again. Albert, I'll be more than happy to, to interview me for Between Plays after our PEA. How's All right. It? Hopefully, um, it's going to be very successful. And I'll be more than happy to explain the virtues of our PEA and, and where we're going from there and go into more of the dynamics. That's great. Thank you so much, Martin. You're have welcome. A, have a great day. Thanks. Between Plays would like to thank Martin Ketman, CEO of Manganese X Energy Corporation, for this interview. Thank you for listening to our interview. We hope you enjoyed it. 
Our content is intended to be used and must be used for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information in this interview represents predictions and actual events. Future material results may differ from the content in this interview based on numerous factors. Forward-looking information may relate to the company's future outlook and anticipated events. While management considers these assumptions to be reasonable based on information available, they may prove to be incorrect. The reader is referred to the company's most recent filings on CDAR, as well as other information filed with the OTC markets for a more complete discussion of all applicable risk factors and their potential effects, copies of which may be accessed through the company's profile page at www.sidar.com and at otcmarkets.com. We are not responsible for unrealized or realized losses. Please seek independent financial advice from a professional when investing. Thank you on behalf of Between Plays Stock Market Strategies.